Hey, companions. This episode is sponsored by Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash four orbs for your free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use several different platforms to access it. Try it today. Last time on the Four Orbs. I'm going to look at Balulabub. So how much further is this uh, this big tree? Oh, well, it's only a couple hours more. Thank you for helping my son. You are forever friends to Balulabub. Can we get some subtitles? Oh, you're, you're forever my friend too, Balulabub. Balubub, the father, approaches you, Finch, again. And his face shows mostly neutral feelings. Like, he's not excited. He's not sad. Just... Straight-faced. Balabub's face slowly turns into a bigger and bigger grin. And then he embraces you. He then pulls back and holds you at arm's length, laughing. Before they all disappear, I do want to ask Balulabub what that exchange was all about with Balabub. Well, he says it's just that you have a powerful fate in front of you. I have a feeling we're going to see each other again one day. Is that strange? You know... I hope we do see each other again someday. I don't think it's strange. You make your way into Duelwood after eating breakfast and preparing for a new journey. These two ogres aren't very happy with you being here. Give me initiatives. I'll just start to slowly uh, start walking towards him, just like with a lot of cockiness, and just kind of slowly draw the bow back, shoot what I believe is going to be the last shot. I'm ending this. Pauses for a second, standing. It hits his knees, and then you see like the belly just kind of flop around, and then he just hits his face into the dirt. I want to just slowly keep walking like it didn't even face me until I regroup with everyone, until I get up there to them. Of course. The dust settles in the wake of another victory over yet another set of unknown enemies. The heavy large bodies of the two ogres lay still, and that eerie silence of dual wood is back. You stretch your vision as far as you can see and only see that long trail of gray-skinned bullywugs you had just found when the ogres attacked. So what do we do to deserve that? I say brushing myself off from all my furious drumming. And more importantly, I mean, what happened here? Oh. Gesture to all of the dead. Oh, yeah, that, that too. Yeah, I'm going to investigate one of the bodies that the ogres were looking at. Okay. As you investigate the bodies of the bullywogs, you see many have been impaled with spears or arrows. Some look to have been trampled with broken limbs and contorted bodies. You search among the bodies and find nothing of true value. Just crude weapons, leather armor, or cloth. If anyone would like to pick up anything, though, there are rusted daggers, short swords amongst the bodies, 
other than what the Bullywugs were carrying, there are also the arrows and spears that were left behind by whoever murdered these Bullywugs. These spears and arrows are well-crafted, many with decorative carvings of plants and wildlife. Though decorated, they are still just standard equipment. I'll grab uh, bows, I mean not bows, uh, arrows that seem to be in decent shape, but definitely want to like inspect and make a mental image of these carvings and okay. try and keep all Yeah, that it's literally mind. like just little scenes of nature and definitely not bullywug like no nothing nothing bullywugs could have crafted i okay. mean plus they're the one like the size it's what killed the bullywug okay. so yeah. they probably we, didn't we can assume that it's fey since we're in dolwood well fey being like a like a type of creature yeah some kind of fey yes are there any sort of like distinguishable like characters on these carvings like any um you do see often on the carvings uh like pictures of fairies um but there it does seem to be a standard theme of speed there's a lot of wind being like there's a lot of metaphors in the images of wind so you assume that probably goes with speed but on a couple of them you do see symbols of centaurs well i am not interested in touching anything it's it's like your vision. Yes, I think it's safe to assume that centaurs had something to do with this massacre. Have you guys ever seen a centaur before? Yes. Of course I have. No. Tell us how you saw a centaur. Way back in... Uh, Wait, hold on. I was who a Silvertress. Who are you now? <laughs> yeah, who's asking me that yeah, question? I, you, out of game, from? I'm interested. You know I've seen a centaur. I don't. I'm 750. That doesn't mean you've seen everything in the world. I've seen it in books. You you literally just left the Elven Lands for the first we time. We have centaurs. How do you know it's in the Elven Lands? Out of game. I lived there. Are there Elven <laughs> yeah, centaurs? Yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> if anyone should know what's in the Elven Lands, he should. Are there centaurs in the Elven no. Lands? No. Just well, like I... there wasn't wasn't Bullywugs. How oh, you didn't know what a Bullywug was. I knew what a Bullywug was. <laughs> How many hundred years did you spend in the Elven Lands, Dave? Yeah. I wrote the Elven Lands. <laughs> that's not what I, that's, that's not what I asked you. is the Elven Lands. Well, You're... regardless, my answer is still yes. <laughs> okay. I just want the record to show that Dave has avoided the question by moving the goalposts. I will say that though you have never seen a centaur, you know what one is, which is why I looked at you and said, how do you know, like, how do you know you've seen a centaur? You know what a centaur is. I'll give you that. Yeah. Felomir knows what a centaur is, just like you know what a minotaur is and like you know what an ogre is. Doesn't mean you've yeah. seen these things. I've seen. Okay. I have the right. No, I've um, seen a centaur. No. No, nah, dude, fuck that. I don't know if Dorothy would have seen a centaur. I've been in the, in the forest. We saw Not, one together. Wait, no. No, nah, that was. I the... think. I think even <laughs> in game, you've said you haven't been in Duelwood. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. It's a scary forest. You've dude, been I'm, in the forest of Tempia. You can't expect me to remember all the shit I said. <laughs> Do the things in Duelwood not lead to Duelwood? Um. These specific things, yes. Okay. You gotta... I guess maybe it's not portrayed very well yet. Um, Duelwood is a very... It's kind of like an, a Native American reserve. Like, that's their land. So it's kind of like that, where the fey of this forest are left alone. So no one really goes in it. So I guess that means ain't nobody done seen no centaurs. 
I would say, yes, no one has seen a centaur. Well, I've seen a centaur before, and these are definitely (laughs) what killed these bullywooks. So would you like to take this time to take a short rest while you are kind of investigating the dead bullywooks? Yes, I would. Okay. Uh, Assuming we can continue to have dialogue and everything, but just... We'll assume that you're resting during that and investigating the bullywugs. And you know what? I'll even play you guys a, a song of rest. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to sing the whole thing because that would be You're scary. not going to sing for an hour? No. No. Like, I mean, in game, sure. We Bonus can say content. I, huh? Bonus content. Bonus oh, content. <laughs> there you go. Song of rest. At home, drawing pictures of mountaintops. That's... <laughs> And so on and so forth. That's the song I want to sing for an hour. <laughs> Jeremy Spokeon. That's Pearl Jam, by the way, for those that don't know. Jesus. I think you should at least get a, a good verse out for, no. for, the, uh, for the audio This has here. gone on long enough. I prefer Yellow Lead better. Okay. That's the better uh, song. <laughs> fucking, how does that song go? Gonna be late. Gonna know and I know. I stop investigating and sing along. (laughs) (laughs) For the first time, Thelamir takes part in in Dora's activity. This is my jam. I don't remember how far away we were when when I had the vision, but can I assume that that happened in real time? You're assuming right now, yes, that that did happen in real time. Okay. Now, the question had been for you and Thelamir. I think you two have been the most intrigued by your dreams and visions one of the things that was going through your minds is, is it present? Is it future? Is it past? Like, what are these visions and dreams? So right now, you're pretty solid on thinking it's present. Yeah. So after your short rest and dialogue and discussion. About Pearl Jam. About <laughs> Pearl Jam. Dude, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a jam that is native to River's End. It's like a pearl berry, and so they make pearl jam. It's like good berries, but yeah. pearl berries. <laughs> I make jam out of my good berries called pearl jam. All right. Yeah, we got <laughs> something here. Cannon that's in there. Let the record show. Remind me what time of day it is right now. Yeah. Duelwood's an interesting place because the canopy is so thick above that you can't really tell what time of day it is by the sun. Um, it is still sunlight. So there's like sunlight peeking through the but canopy. But you cannot spot torches the sun. Or anything. No. How tall are the trees? Um, 150 feet to the first branch. So, I mean, y'all have just basically gone to the beginning of this trail of dead bullywugs. Wait, Astra, you said at the end of your vision there was a temple, correct? The same temple that... From the other visions. The temple that holds the key of Kilnar. Yes. I'm not sure how interested I am in going into that temple now. We should make haste. We should not. Wait, wait. I start walking. Okay. I think we should still be cautious because I don't know exactly how long ago this all happened. We don't want to run into a stampede of centaurs. They can't be worse than ogres. I reach down and uh, feel a bullywug to see how warm his body is. It's pretty cold. They have slimy skin. It's cold and dusk and dull wood. And the reptiles. Well, well he's because he have an, he's got to have an open wound on him. I'll stick a finger in there. It's cold. <laughs> he's cold blooded. The reptiles. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You're right. I don't know. Bullywugs are different. Maybe. They're still amphibians. 
can't do anything right. I- is he <laughs> stiff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he stiff? No, he is not oh. stiff. Rigor mortis has not set in. There you go. Is there rigor mortis in this universe? Yes. Okay. So is Felomir still like leaving us behind? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm walking. Yeah, Felomir's okay. walking. I'll All start. Right. I'd like to start walking with Felomir because I, I believe that me and him are on the same page of at least helping each other get our goals accomplished. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm down, but I'm definitely going to be guarded, be on the lookout, checking in the trees and so, shit. So uh, basically, what, what I'm picturing this happening in game is that Felomir starts to walk. Finch is like, he's right, and he starts to walk. Keth stands there for a second, looks at Astra. Astra reluctantly starts to walk, and then Dorothy, you're just like, pounding your feet into the ground a little bit <laughs> yeah i have why no dude we're gonna follow a trail of of dead people yes to, to the people that killed the dead people yeah where there's right. possibly a giant frog hurry up and what other other horrors lie within the temp nah dude Keth excitedly turns onto his heels and like walks backward and look at you like with a bounce in his step excitedly we might even get to fight some of them. Have you ever fought a centaur before? Thankfully, no. I mean, have you ever fought an ogre before? Before today? Thankfully, I'm not a fighter, okay? It was great, wasn't it? We're ogre slayers now. We're lucky to be alive. I'm still the giant slayer. I'm going to turn <laughs> around and start like walking. That. I mean, Doroth the ogre slayer? Huh? Finch the ogre slayer? Yeah, I Finch mean, has got it. They got some rings. I... But... No, I already have four amazing names: Doroth, Fabe, Grum, and Kyle. Are you still? Are you walking with them? Because no, they're, they're no, getting they're out of vocal range at this point. <laughs> right, come on now. Well, shit. I guess I should go catch up before uh, a giant frog tries to swallow me again. Come on, little man! Don't let the frog get you. Hold up! I want to jump on your back. <laughs> You follow the trail of dead bullywogs and now giant frogs. Not a single one appears to have survived this attack. Then, Astra, you notice a specific scene. A dead giant frog lay on its side with multiple spear wounds. I'm just going to stop in front of it and just look at it for a minute. You kind of position yourself like where you imagine, like where you saw yourself as a centaur stabbing this frog. And... You look around, and everybody seems to notice that she has stopped looking at this one specific giant frog. But there's no hill around. Uh-oh. What, what are you looking at that frog for? Uh, this, this happened in my vision, this specific frog. But then after that, there was the hill, but I don't see the hill. Well, where was the hill? I was just supposedly ahead. Um, give me investigation checks, everyone. Twelve. Eighteen. Twenty-two. Fourteen. Four. Keth and Doroth, you kind of like ignore where she's standing for a second and go to where you thought the hill should be. And you kind of step around. And as you take one step more, you look down and the ground is like 
very soft. Mm. You notice that this change in the ground, it seems like this the dirt's just been uprooted. And as you kind of stand there for a second, you feel a massive earthquake. Whoa! <laughs> and you all kind of drop to your knees to steady yourselves. And after about another minute of this quake, it slowly settles in and you hold yourself steady and you stand back up. That whole time during the quake, I was gripping like right over Ket's eyes, <laughs> hanging <laughs> onto his head. Is I'm going to look around. Is anything d- different? Nope. Are earthquakes common in this world? Not to you. Who uh, Would anyone here know what an earthquake is? Or if been anyone through one? did, like if, if anyone's been through one before, it would be you, Kath. Okay. What was that? The world was moving. I'm going to like get down and like, I don't know, like feel around. I'm just like kind of get on my knees, just like trying to be as low and like in ready stance as possible. What What's going on? Anyone? It's just an earth shake. It's okay. Earth, earth shake. Yeah, earth, earth shake. shake. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone ever? Any? Ever, anyone ever had the earth shake underneath you before? I tried to tell you guys this was a bad idea. I mean, I've read about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you read. Well, what does it say? What, what should? What should I know? Make me feel better. I mean, that's not normal. Sometimes the earth shakes. The end. What? The end. I don't know why. It was a long time ago. Doris, do you have any information on this? Absolutely not. And I am offended that you would turn to me at a time like this when I specifically wanted to stay all the way back there where the earth was not shaking. I tried to tell you guys. That's the name of my new album. I tried to tell you guys. Legends say it's the spirit of many great giants that are running, stampeding through, through the land. Or centaur. It could be giant centaur. I'm, I mean, if it were enough centaurs, I think it that could potentially happen. I mean, you can you can see armies marching across vast lands, and they don't shake the earth like that. Marching, That's, but not stampeding. I think if they all ran, I don't think it would make much of a difference. I'll be right back. I'm going to cast spider climb. Okay. <laughs> and climb the closest tree. All right. How high? How high you want to go up? How long does it last? Good question. Up to one hour. One hour. Damn. That's like multiple trees. 600 rounds. It is 600 rounds. (laughs) (laughs) What's 600 times 30 feet? Is that your movement? Uh, 35. 35 feet. What's 600 times 35 feet? That's how. 18. uh, uh, 18. Jesus. How tall are these trees? What? <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> the first branch is 150 feet. So you can obviously get to that. I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to climb. You climb to the first branch. Um, and as you get to the branch, you can see a little bit better up. And you notice that it does continue on for a much longer span. Uh, or at least the same length, probably, through the branches. And even this close, you still can't really peek through the canopy to see what the sun, where the sun is or anything. I continue looking, onward, yeah. Looking into the distance, though, to see if you're spotting around. Um, no, you don't see anything. But I do need a 
investigation check. 19. So you do look in the direction where the hill was, and you notice that the dirt is darker in that spot and then also leaves a trail going off into the distance. Interesting. And you do also notice that some trees are like bent to the sides, like crooked in that path. Okay, I want to continue climbing. Okay. So you continue climbing. I'm assuming all the way to the top? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you go all the way to the top, holding on to the... And this tree is solid all like all the way to the top. There's no like weak branches at the top or anything. It's not swaying or anything. It's not swaying. And once you get to the top, you notice that the thickness of the bottom is also the thickness at the top. And so you can literally... And it's got like a... Uh, like a curvature over the top of it and branches are sticking off from it, but it like literally just stops and you can just stand on it. Like almost like the size of a bedroom floor. You can stand on it. Wow. So they're just columns with branches. They're not, they're literally like columns of trees. I'm going to get on top and like, look around. You look around and into the distance um this section of the forest you're in you can tell like these trees have like enveloped this whole section because whatever they block the sun out so much that no life can live on the ground like no plant life off in the distance north into dual wood you notice that the trees do change into different trees so these trees only hang out in this one spot basically do i see anything else like any mountains anything peeking above the trees um you can't see anything far north to where you see mountains or anything. So it's just trees as far as I can see, at least to the north. To the north. To the south, you I'm do assuming see, I see River's End. You see like the trees of River's End. And then okay. to the east, you see the ocean, uh, but it's far away. And then to the west, you see the open plains of Telavastro on the farmlands. Cool. I'll go back down. All right. Nah. Meanwhile, okay. you're up there. <laughs> So is no one going to say anything about that? About which part? This Spider-Man zooms his way up a tree? And you guys are just fine with that? I I mean, Felomir is... He's he's unlike any other. He just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, but Felly fell. Let's hope Felly don't fall again. But that was before (laughs) he had any chance to, like... Got him cast some sort of magic on himself. Obviously, he had the time to do that now, and yeah, right on up there, he went. He's a a magic man. Magic Spider-Man. I'm just saying, you guys, I'm sick of the surprises. What all can you... What is your most powerful thing so nothing else will surprise me? I mean, I'm really good with this bow and arrow. Cool. Not to toot my horn, but yeah. I mean, I've I've, I've noticed. Thanks. I've been seeing... But that's it, though, right? Yeah, like, no, you don't I, mean, have... I'm, I'm, I am no Philomir. I am just a, a guy. Just a guy with, you know, a bow and arrow. Yeah, I'll hold you to that. What about you, dreamer? You may say I'm a dreamer. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> what do you got under your sleeve? Uh, remember that, uh, that thing that that I did that probably... Made you go higher and higher into the air. <laughs> I don't know if I had any effect over that, but... Did you? I don't, I don't remember. 
Yeah, you destroyed that hut. You destroyed yeah. the roof of the hut with that. Yeah. Well, that she didn't actually like do anything to that was already happening to me. Yeah, but made it, you were like, like against the roof and then she blew the, I roof, blew off, the roof off and then you were going to go up and up and up yeah. and up. Okay. That's what she's referring to. I thought she meant like she contributed to me rising, which no. I mean, no. sort of, but no. You guys have to understand while I'm asking this, right? We're going into a very dangerous situation, or I feel we are. I agree. I just don't want to be su- like surprised like that. Oh, that's not the surprise that I'm worried about. I mean, I assume that we've all got our own abilities and instincts, and you know, we'll jump when things you know get a little crazy. But I, I don't know. There, there. I think there are greater things to be worried about than what our our friends and companions can do. Well, whatever. You guys know me. I play songs. I sling insults. That's what you can expect from me. So uh, after about three or four minutes, you see Felomir come out from the branches of the trees 100 feet, ab- 100 feet above, and he's literally just walking on his feet, <laughs> like straight down towards the, like, like the ground was literally vertical. I thought it was going to be like the ring where it's kind of like skipping frames and he's just like... <laughs> Uh, but he gets towards the bottom and just easily like brings himself vertical onto the ground. And uh... I just want to like gesture <laughs> frustratedly towards that. <laughs> what is it? How long have you been able to do that? About three days. Why? Was that within the time that we like fell? From no, that the was fr- like coming out of the tunnel. <laughs> So that was a long time ago. Was that? It was after we fell. Okay. Yeah. After you fell from the canopy. I'll choose to believe you. Okay. Was it in your book or something? How did you? How did you just? It was. It was a gift. Did you see anything up there? Yes, I did. I think where the the earth shake happened right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to it as I say this. Something was strange about the ground. I'm gonna bend down and inspect it. I would like to inspect with him. Okay. Basically, just mirror things that he's doing, and okay. So you're like the little brother that's like, <laughs> that's like, I want to do what like, my uh-huh, big brother does. Uh-huh. You're like like non agreement. <laughs> One of y'all's got to like bend down and like taste some of the dirt. Oh yeah, like I, I'm like picking the dirt up, and I've eaten bugs. This is nothing. Um, is the the dirt different here? Uh, it's just fresh dirt. Like, it's been uprooted out of the ground. Like, the topsoil is torn up. You can see the, the dirt here is fresh, like like it was tilled recently or something. This is true. And I think it continues on over this way. I point to whichever way I saw it from the trees. East. I'm going to, like, inspect the ground and follow. Okay. So, let me get this straight. We just felt the strangest thing we've ever felt. The earth shaking. And you want to follow the thing that did that. Thing or things, yes. Okay. Just making sure I'm following you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I keep walking. Okay. After following the soft ground for quite a while, something peeks behind some trees up ahead. A hill. You approach the hill and look to the top of this large hill. You see a large temple made of dark iron, stretching high into the canopy of the forest. Vines stretch up the walls and over the top like two clasping hands. And here it is. What? Took about two hours to walk to it. Well, that was quick. 
Is I that thought it? we'd be searching this forest for days. It's the temple. The temple of Hanet. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> that holds the key of Kilnar. This is what you've been looking for. It is. So what, Asher, you've been looking for this too, right? Yeah, this is looks like my vision, yeah? It looks like your vision. You're saying like the soil was like tilled, quote yes. unquote. Was it like that the entire like pathway to this? Yes. Okay. Does it look like it leads like that all the way up to the front doors too? No. Where's it's at the bottom of the hill. Uh-huh. And then it stops? And then yeah, it stops. I figured that was going to happen. Um, this is literally like my vision. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Literally like. <laughs> it is exactly almost. Well, should we go inside? Of course we should go inside. Well, let's go. How tall is the hill? About 100 feet high. Okay. Is it steep or just an easy, like, tread? It's an easy walk up. Okay. I mean, maybe we should knock first, you know, and I'm just going to walk into someone's home, right? I mean, we got to get to the door in order to knock. I know, yeah, you guys are saying. But it's also a temple. Uh Yeah. Let's see when we get there. So you walk up this hill. The climb is easy. It's not like a hands and knees kind of climb or anything like that. I'm doing it on cat's back, though. Okay. And you get to the bottom of the hill, or to the top of the hill where the bottom of the stoop begins. The stoop is also specific to your vision. You remember climbing that stoop as this man in black robes. And it's about 10 to 20 stairs. You get to the top, and there's a large symbol on the front of the doors that looks like a sun setting behind a mountain, the symbol of Hanette. There's a handle on each of the doors for you to pull. Uh, I'm going to open it. I'm going to open the doors. Just go and pull on the handles. Yeah. The doors pull open with a smooth swing, but these doors are made of dark iron like the temple itself. So it takes a bit of effort from all of you to pull them open. I'm not touching it. Well, all of you being the four people that will touch it. Cool. As the doors open up, blackish purple flames light the room in a sequence from the doors you enter to the other side. The room it illuminates is a chapel. Ten pews on either side guide your eyes to the front of the room. This chapel does not have an elevated stage or altar. There is a simple podium centered in the front of the aisle and a small wooden table next to it. Centered behind the podium is an archway that appears to be leading to nothing. Darkness. Along the right wall is a single wooden door. So wait, the candles lit as we walked in? The torches lit on the or yeah. The they, torches all along the wall lit up as you walked in. Okay. I would like to detect magic. Okay. You cast detect magic. First, are you stepping into the chapel and moving around? Or are you just gonna cast it in the doorway? I will cast it in the doorway. The only thing in range that you're noticing is the torches. I will slowly make my way into the temple. As you step into the chapel, you feel the ground begin to shake again. Unlike the previous earthquake, though, it is much lighter. You stand still and focus on your balance and find it easy to stay standing. Did we close the doors behind us? You haven't yet, no. I want to look behind. Okay. I mean, is everybody going in at this point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay, so as you are entering the chapel, like, how are the five of you entering it? Like, straight up the aisle? Are y'all, like, spreading out and, like, looking at different things? I'm going through the aisle. Okay. I'll follow her. Going wherever Kath is going. Do I, uh, once we step inside, do I sense any other magic apart from the torches? Yes. On the left side, there is a hint of magic on the ground next to a pew. I'm going to walk over to that. Okay. I had planned on before that exchange walking to the left. So now do you want to go to the right? No, I'm still going to go left. I just think I would have done it first. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I would have stopped because I'm just, unless there's something that's going to catch my eye. Because I mean, I'm you, ultimately walking to the back corridor. where it's I would say with your like intent to go left and then Felomir's discovery of something going left, Felomir would have taken a second to figure out that something was there. So yeah, you would have led the charge on the left side first. Yeah. So you kind of start following Felomir in that case. I'm sorry, you start following Finch in that case, Felomir. And then when you make it to the side and you look down the side of the pews where that target magical sense is coming from, you see a pile of bones. I'm going to inspect it, I guess, pick through it. So you go up to it, and now, Finch, you're seeing this pile of bones as well. And you see Felomir kind of bend down next to it. And you do see a small shimmer of, like, metal within this pile of bones. I'll try to pick you up, whatever it is. Okay. The bones start to tremble immediately. Uh, guys. When you, when you touch them. I guys. And draw my <laughs> you bring your hand back and step back with Finch. Finch is now drawing his bow. You watch as the bones shake into two separate piles. And, and Felomir is kind of yelling out to you guys. Yeah, I'm already So here. you kind of turn and look from a distance of what's going on. They start to align themselves and reconnect. And within seconds, you see two skeletons standing in front of you with silver amulets around their neck. They lift their heads and four little sparks from a nearby torch float towards the skeletons. Individually, the flames sync up with the separate eye sockets and the skeleton's eyes glow a fierce dark violet. Give me initiatives. I knew this was coming. What did you do, Felomir? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. for fuck's sake. First is Finch. Do they have weapons? Nope. I would like to try and grab one of the amulets and just rip it off. Okay. So what do I need to do? Give me a dexterity attack. 22. All right. You successfully grab hold of the amulet and you try to rip it off. Mm-hmm. Give me a strength check. Come on, dude. You got this. Do I roll a d20 for that? Yes. Yeah. Cool. One shot this fool. 15. You grab hold of the amulet, rip it right off, just basically tearing the spine and like breaking the spine. The head just kind of falls to the ground. And as you like rip the amulet, it immediately just deconstructs itself and falls into pieces and bones. After Finch is Doroth. 
I we're how far away? You are. We'll say the length of a pew is twenty feet, so you're thirty feet with and a you're pew in front, in between you. Still on stretches. I'm stretches. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> shoulders. Um, words. I'm gonna hold my turn. Okay. Because this is some crazy shit. After Dorth, a skeleton attacks, attacking you, fellow mirror. Uh, Does a eleven hit? No. It misses with its hand swipe. <laughs> I'm a skeleton. Astra. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing that Finch did. Uh, you run over there between pews and give me a dexterity attack to grab hold of the amulet. Oh, my God. Uh, 11 plus 2 plus 2. 15. Yeah. You grab hold of the amulet. Give me a strength check. 4. And you try to rip it, but you lose grip, and the amulet just kind of falls against the rib cage of it. It's a fucking skeleton. After Astra is Kef. All right, I'm going to run up to it with uh, Dorth on my shoulders, and I'm going to grab it. Just grab the whole thing? The whole damn skeleton. All right, give me a grapple check. It's uh, just a strength, right? Yeah. 20. All right. You go run up to the back of it, and you grab it by the, like, the neck and like the spine beneath the rib cage, and you just hold it. Into the air, <laughs> right above, right in front of Dora's face. I want to, I, I want to take my turn now. All right, <laughs> okay. yeah, this is great. You guys should do this more often. I'm uh, gonna bring my drum. Well, not bring my drum out. I'm just gonna do an acapella like rap. Okay, real quick. Um, <clears throat> and this is gonna be vicious mockery. Okay, so uh, you have to roll an attack for that the spell attack. No, I have to roll a constitution save against twelve. Crit miss. Yay! Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you're trying to hurt my friends. You better leave them alone. You say you want beef, I'll put meat on your bones. Uh, <laughs> and the rumor erupts. <laughs> okay. Somehow, I, I, I don't even know how to, like, word this, word this attack. Oh, no. I'm trying to think of how to word it. It even says, understands all languages that knew you in life, but can't speak. So he how, he how knows. Does, how does it? The skeleton knows he's being dissed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Like he takes knows. damage. And he, and he right. also yeah. knows that it was a sick diss. <laughs> I'm also thinking because he crit missed on his save, is that technically a crit for me for Doroth? I mean, because you can't it's a crit save. On spells, right? No, you can. Right. If it's an attack spell. Oh. Like, if you roll a d20 for your attack and add your spell attack bonus, I have made part of the crit chart for spells. I don't feel like a crit miss equals a crit for someone else. That just equals a crit miss for that person. And now what you decide what to that? do with that is up to you because you are the DM. But I, like, just but it, I mean, objectively. It's a, it's, it's a special case, though, where it's not like Doroth rolled something and he got a 15 and then he crit missed against that. There's no chance for this spell to crit in that case, even though it is technically a spell attack. The only crit would have been, or from my end, would have been for him to crit miss. Yes. The so, only option in this case is for I him know, to crit I'd, miss. I'd consider that a crit, yeah. Isn't it mental damage? It's, it's psychic, psychic damage. Yeah. yeah. And he just can't fucking take it, so even like, though I can't speak, but <laughs> so he's like, just like... So let's say, like, you, do a, say you do a stealth check in-game, and yeah. I'm rolling NPCs' perceptions. So, in that case, 
you rolling a crit or rolling a 15 and them crit missing, it's not that you critted on your, your stealth. It's that they crit miss their perception. But in this case where he crit misses on a constitution save against a static number. I think the Maybe. outcome is the same, but I think the journey is different. And so basically, just like going with your stealth thing of like, I may slip on my way there, but because they crit missed, the like the outcome is still going to be the same as if I didn't slip. Yeah, it's not yeah. that my attack and, is powerful. He just sucked. <laughs> like, I didn't hit him hard. He, didn't take he just I'm, has a glass jaw. I'm going to call it a critical because okay. I'm going to call crit misses against spell DCs a critical because basically that is you doing an attack against an AC. The AC is a static number. So they're crit missing. Yes, I I see it in my head. Yeah. So I don't like, have any problems. So what does that mean? That makes sense to me. That means I got to bring out the Dell laptop again. Oh, shit. Yes. For those at home, he has brought out <laughs> an archaic relic. Because I still have not transferred this chart to my iPad. And right. he never will. Roll a D20, Doroth. 18. Is that a good sign? <laughs> I think so. Sweet. It's definitely max damage times two. So eight. All right. Yay. So let me get the, let me just get the picture. Keth is holding a skeleton above his head so it's in my face. Yes. So that I can play a song at him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all this. I got my <laughs> hands going. Like the Eminem. The Eminem. Yeah, do you know about the Eminem? All right, so yeah, you um, you do your little rap that you did, and first of all, you're gonna put some respect on my rap. That shit was amazing. Then- <laughs> God damn, dude! It dropped hot bars. <laughs> and then uh, the head of the the skull of the skeleton begins to just kind of shake violently, and then just loses grip of the, like the spine and just falls to the ground. And you're now you're holding a held a headless skeleton in your hand. Hands Kef. slam it, slam it on the ground. All right, free action to drop it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna slam it. <laughs> it just falls apart into pieces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great and all, but that has to be the worst reaction I've ever gotten for a performance. Dort, that was great. After easily defeating the skeletons, you hear muted and off in the distance a high piercing screech I cover my ears you feel like the screech came from outside the front doors are still open go uh I'll go run and look outside and okay. grab a hold of one of the door latches they they open up outside you pulled them right? out yes yeah. so uh they are open outward I'm gonna Cat's grab running with Doroth on his shoulders I follow and assist I'm going to grab the other amulet off, amulet off the ground. Okay. Put it in my pocket. Cool. Pocket mine and run with those guys. Okay. But I'm actually going to kind of like maybe like hang in the back and also watch the open black corridor behind us. Okay. You rush to the doors and see skeletons climbing out of the dirt all around the temple. Hundreds of them. Cl- close the door. As their heads peek out of the dirt, eyes glowing violet. Are they wearing amulets? Yes. Shit. Close the door. You begin to pull the doors closed as fast as you can, but the dark iron doors are hard to pull. 
You see multiple skeletons climbing the stoop in a ferocious speed towards you. One reaches through the crack in the door just as you close it. It separates the hand from the skeleton. It falls to the ground twitching, and after about five seconds, it stops twitching. From outside, though, you can hear the screeches still going. After being rather tense for five minutes with all of you on guard watching the, the moonlight windows above, the screeching stops. You sit and stand in silence for a couple more minutes. And then you hear the pitter-patter of the skeletons as they go back into the dirt and retreat away from the temple. So we should go now, right? They, they all went back underground. Now is our chance to escape. Escape? We just got here. We need to find the key of Kilnar. I mean, I mean, I get that, but do you not get what just happened? Oh, I mean, I think we're safer in here than we are out there. Too true, Keth. They, they all just went back underground, right? I like peek out a window. There are actually no windows at, like, eye level. The only windows are on the roof, like moonlit rent windows coming into mm. the chapel. Would there be any reason to, like, put something in the door so that they can't open it from the outside? That's y'all's call. I mean, like, I don't know what kind of door handles these are. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they're door handles, so you could put something through them, yes, if you wanted to. Do I find anything around me? Around you, there's a torch on the wall. I'm going to take my staff out and put it in the door. Okay. Dude, what about... It was just a hand, though. It wasn't an arm. Yeah, just a hand. Or, like, half the forearm and hand. So not big enough. I'm sorry. I'm going to take... (laughs) On top of that, I'm going to take some rope out and tie tie the door. Okay. I'm going to see what she's doing. And not like the idea that she put her spear... Or, uh, spear? No, staff. Staff. I'm going to go grab some of those uh, bones. Okay. Like the leg bones, like a femur or some So str- you're leaving the staff ones. in the handles, the rope, and you're going to put some bone in there. No, I'm going over <laughs> to get the bone so that she can take her staff back. Okay, gotcha. So you're going to grab like the femur or something? Yeah. Okay. Guys, what if we need to make a quick escape? Well, somebody uh, has a not... sword, right? I mean, I have a sword. Just cut the rope. I've exhausted my I told you so quota for the day, so... I think we'll be fine. Let's just keep looking around. Yeah, it's right. not a main concern as of right now. Uh, I d- drop the concern for the door. Okay. Do I and take my shit? To detect any more magic from the door? No. From anywhere else in here? After investigating the chapel further, you all kind of lead your eyes to the black doorway, to the archway that is covered in darkness. You look at it, and it's almost like. Nothing is there from a distance. So you approach it. And as you are approaching it, Felomir, you kind of hang back for a second as you notice something. So the four of you continue walking towards the archway. Felomir, you stop at the table next to the podium. There is a small bowl on the table. And in the bowl is some sort of black liquid. Now, when I say that, It's a silver bowl on a small table next to the podium. Inside the bowl is that same darkness you see through the doorway, through the archway. Except this is liquid. So there, you can, you can only tell it's liquid because whenever you kind of shake it around, it leaves residue on the side of the bowl. 
but there's no actual ripples on the surface of a liquid. So where you would see like some shaking water, you would see ripples or waves or whatever. But this is just like flat, like nothing there. The four of you at the archway, you get about, you know, you get a couple feet from it and you're looking at it. For you, it looks like literally nothing is there. You can't see past it. There's no shade. There's no light. The light that is in this room is stopping at the bottom of the archway. I'm going to reach out and touch it. Okay. Wait, wait. You put your hand out up to it and it stops like there's an actual wall there. So I can like move my hand up and down it. And you can feel like a smooth, glassy surface. But still, you don't see anything there. Right. I'll just keep uh, feeling around. Okay. See if I feel a door handle or something. Nothing. Wasn't wasn't there another door? There is a side door, and it's just a wooden door. And we don't know where that leads. It doesn't look like it leads outside. Yeah, I was going to investigate that first, but I didn't know if I was thinking that the corridor was the door you were talking about. Finch, can I see that amulet you picked up off the skeleton? Yeah, yeah, sure. Here it is. I take it and inspect it. Okay. What does it look like? It's a silver medallion with a spiral and a skull in the center of it. Does it look familiar to me? I'm going to look at mine as he's looking at his. Like, I assume that I notice what he's doing and be like, wait, I didn't get a look at it. This is the symbol that I saw in my dream in the room with all the green crystal. There's a big like mural on the wall with the symbol. With this symbol on it? Yes. Do I know, have I seen this symbol before? No. I Not even see. read it in a book. You sure about that? I am very sure about <laughs> it. I've definitely seen He's this He's right symbol. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to pull out the medallion I got off uh, Salamandal okay. table. What's the, what did that look like again? I don't remember. Oh, it was like a uh, crude version of uh, the symbol of Heltran, life. Okay. And this, what what school of magic is the the skull medallion? Necromancy. Dave. Huh. I'm going to put on the amulet. Okay. Astra goes to slip the amulet on her. Everyone, well, Felomir, you notice it. I watch curiously. And then I'm going to look at the darkness. Okay, so you put the amulet on. Nothing happens immediately. You look at the archway into the darkness. Still just darkness. I'm going to jump off Keth's shoulders. Well, I am more interested in more traditional doorways. So, and then I'm going to start walking towards the other door. Okay. This shit creepy. While he's doing that, anyone else? I mean, do I notice what Astra just tried to do? Yes. I'll kind of... You notice it after she's put it on. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, I mean, I'll do it and then also go up to the corridor and try and stick my hand through it he's got your amulet if you oh oh um felomir can i can i see that back one more time now thank you walk over there okay so you put the amulet on you walk up to the archway dorth real quick for you you opening the door yes yes so you open the door and it's a hallway it lights up like the torches did before whenever you entered the chapel i'm gonna gasp and shut the door okay (laughs) what what was it it was a hallway. Just the hallway? 
Well, that's all I saw. I walk over and reopen the door. <laughs> okay. So you walk over to the door, and you open it up. It lights up like the chapel did. I slam it shut. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, the hallway goes about 20 feet and then takes a left. Well, I'm not going in there first. I'm going to pick up the bowl of liquid that, fin- that Felly fell. Philomere just left. Okay. I'm going to touch it. All right. So you dip your finger in it. It's definitely liquid. feels cold. Uh, you see your finger disappears as it goes in. And then you bring your finger back out, and there's a little bit of black residue on it. It drips from your finger, and that's it. Your finger is gone. It's literally just like dipping your finger in water. All right. I'm going to, like, uh, I don't know, try to, like, pinch it, I guess, and, like, pull it up to see, is it, like, viscous at all, or is it, no, like, completely liquid like water? It's literally just like water. Hmm. I will, what is this stuff? I will return to that liquid. Okay. The bowl. I'm, I'm not really sure. It looks like the the this thing and I'll point at the magic hallway or whatever. Okay, the archway. Archway. I'm gonna does it smell like anything? Nope. Odorless. Does it taste like anything? You wanna taste it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So you taste it. Y'all wild. It tastes like water. <laughs> I mean it tastes like water. But then you look at the archway. It seems to surfaced a little bit like there's a little haze to it i'm gonna like scoop some of the liquid out and have a nice big gulp you don't have to scoop it it's a small bowl you can just drink right I'll out just of it drink out of the bowl okay. then so you drink out of the bowl you Maybe. don't know where that's been you're right you get a good sip and you approach the archway you like you put your hand up against it again like keth did and it goes through y'all all see his hand go through whoa what what I don't know. You gonna enter it? Yeah, I'm just gonna like look back at everyone, and then just walk into the darkness. nothing but darkness as you walk through and immediately when you pass under the archway you hear what sounds like a thousand skeletons screeching at you from various distances you also hear the click clocking of bones bouncing off each other as they move the pitter patter of skeletal steps moves all around you you cannot see them give me a wisdom save 16 in fear you take a step back and then another step back, and as soon as your second foot hits the ground, you've exited the archway. And you're back in the chapel. Gasp. For the four of you that didn't enter, he was only in for a second. What'd you see? Sounds like there's a lot of skeletons in there. Did you see them? No, it was dark. Couldn't see anything. Were they moving this way? I, I couldn't tell. It's they were they were moving around definitely. Could could they come out of there? I'm not sure. I don't think they noticed me. I'm gonna nervously grip my drum. I'm not, I want to go back in. Uh, what? Run. 
Felomir. I'm going in with you. Yeah, see oh. if we can go in together. I am shaking my head in disbelief at this point. I'm going to like grab his hand and see if I can follow him as he enters. I try to go back in. Okay. So, Felomir, you try to go back in. And as he enters the darkness, Astra, your hand like hits a wall and like his hand slips through your hand and you can't enter. Okay, I'm going to go drink. As you enter, the same scenario happens again, Felomir, with the sounds of all the skeletons. I need a wisdom save. Come on. Can I say something? Uh, 22. You hold steady and you take another couple steps forward. Give me a dexterity save. Four. You get hit by a blade. And you take seven damage. Ow. Give me another wisdom save if you want to stay in. I want to speak. Can I say something? Sure. Hello? Can anyone hear me? All you hear is the skeletal screech. Uh, Ten. You get hit. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry. This is a wisdom save? Yeah. You take a step back and then another step back. And it's almost like every time you take two steps back, you're back out of the archway. Even though you stepped forward. I'm like checking You see a huge cut on his left forearm. Guys, there's a lot of skeletons in there. Oh my god! Could you hear me? No. I'm gonna like, ah, clench my, my wound, go sit down for a minute. Uh, I'd like to fashion a torch together, but I know she wanted to drink stuff, but I'll probably drink stuff too. Yeah, I was gonna drink. So the two of you are gonna drink from the bowl? I'll drink as well. All right. But I'm gonna fashion a torch and get it lit before I try and walk through. Okay. You do make a torch and get it lit. Do you have any good berries, Finch? No, but I can sure uh, brew some real quick. Give me a second. Bruce. Shamana, 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 Are these the uh, then pearl, ten pearl good jam? Berries yeah, what, in if, your hand? what if you had a name for those? Pearl jam. jam out of it? No, nah, I don't think we have enough time to make jam, guys. But uh, maybe, maybe next, maybe next go around. <laughs> Y'all are gonna make me have to keep that in there. <laughs> and, uh, I'll give yep. some berries to all of my companions, including guy over here. All right. What I would like to do while while he's passing out berries is I want to take my turtle shell off. Okay. And kind of, I guess I've got a hook like a backpack. So yeah. with one arm, the arm I don't have my buckler arm. I want to put that on and then put. Hold up my buckler and just have a sh- fucking giant shield wall. Okay. In front of me. What are the I'll good go berries? I'll go first. The good berries are they one berry will feed you for a day, and each berry gives you one health point. And we'll each have two now because I'm also going to give two to Doroth. Okay. Um, I would also like to suggest that you grab one of these magical torches just in case the one that I have doesn't work once we're in there. Although, really, they may both not work, but um, I figure it's worth a try. Yeah. Don't forget life force on those good berries. Yeah, I'm going to grab a torch as well. So you grab it. Astra grabs a torch off the wall. Kath makes a as good a shield wall as he can. And Finch is carrying a normal torch. You guys you know, are seriously going in there. You've all drank from the bowl. And we have he not all a, drank from the bowl. Except for Dorth. Come on, Dorth. You're going to be left alone out here. I'm, I'm not going back in. Not right now. I'm just, I'm just going to be, I'm sitting on a pew, okay. thinking, pondering. Well, I'm going to go in. Are, are y'all coming? Uh, no, I'm going. It's fine. Doris, stay here with Felomir. Um, I was going to do that anyway. Felomir, eat a good berry. 
You'll be all right. I've already eaten both of them. Who's going in first? Keth. Yeah, I'll follow. And then you last. Okay. So, Keth, you enter. Can't see anything. And you assume that Asher enters pretty quickly behind you. Still can't see anything. And then Finch enters behind you. Still can't see anything. And just like the description I gave you, or I gave Felomir, with the thousands of skeletons seem to be all around you, all screeching, um, that's still happening. I and can't hear anything. I need a DC a wisdom safe. Or I can't see anything. I'm trying to see if they can hear me. I'm also very interested in that. That would have been one of the first things. No one hears try. anyone when they speak. Okay. You want wisdom save? Yes. Well, just cat first. Fourteen. You cannot handle this fear for some reason, and you take a step back another step back and you all see Keth reappear from out the archway. Astra? But we don't even know that he's gone. Or we don't know we? he's gone. Astra, I need a DC save from you. A wisdom save. 11. You also cannot handle the fear of this darkness. You take two steps back and you're out the archway. Finch. I don't need a wisdom save from you. Cool. When you walk through the archway, you see nothing. You hear nothing. After standing still there for about 10 seconds, you see some light begin to fade in in the distance. It's about 100 yards from you at this point. As you approach it closer... You notice that it is not just one light, but four individual columns of light shining from the nothingness above. You get closer to see what is in the light, and you see four individual pedestals, each with a small glass ball on top. There's a blue one, a black one, a red one, and a green one. You stop for a second about 50 feet away. After gazing at these beautiful spheres, you take a step forward to get a closer look. As soon as your left foot hits the ground, at almost lightning speed, you are brought back the distance you have traveled in this darkness, and then out the archway. You turn and see your friends sitting on the ground or on pews, and they look like they've been waiting a while. Shit. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. You're gonna make us wait two weeks for this shit? <laughs> Your damn cover band? Come on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Bet y'all gonna play fucking Pearl Jam. You better. <laughs> 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 